self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find us on me on twitter and instagram at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point and at tiktok on eddie b talking and eddie b eating and i could be found on instagram um at red underscore calamity if you have a Reddit letter or a question, a comment, a news story that you would like for us to talk about on the show, you can contact us on the aforementioned social media or you can send it to us via email, conversationconartist at gmail.com. And we haven't been talking about news at all. Yeah. So the pretty much the only way we go talk about news is if you send us some news stories you want us to talk about and we'll talk Accurate. about it. So Accurate. please send us news to talk about. Yeah, we don't really look into it anymore because all the news is ass. <laughs> it's terrible. Somebody can be a weekly news liaison to send us some stuff to talk about. Yeah. But I think the reality is we've drifted so far away from like keeping up with the news that when we were trying to get together to figure out what to talk about, it just was hard to come up with what was was there. So yeah. bring us some news and we can talk about it. Yeah. We don't have any letters that anybody sent in, so we can get to the Reddit letters. Okay. I was a bunch of, as I always do with the Reddit letters within the last week, there were a bunch of food ones for some reason this week. Mm-hmm. About the asshole for not eating food from my cat owner coworker. <laughs> mm. Am I the asshole for not letting someone take a perfect pick of their food? Am I the asshole for asking my roommate to eat in silence? Am I the asshole for only wanting vegetarian food for my wedding, even though my fiance loves meat? That one. The vegetarian? Mm-hmm. If you go marry a meat eater, why would you not? Like, you acknowledge that he eats meat. There's other people that probably eat meat. Why would you make it full vegetarian? This is mm-hmm. fucking food. Mm-hmm. Um, she 22, he, he 24. <clears throat> so y'all, well, they both yeah. young. Yeah, both young. I and my fiance are getting married later this year. We come from different cultural backgrounds. He is a white American Christian and I am a South Indian Hindu. Oh shit. We are combining aspects of both of our cultures for the wedding and having two ceremonies on the same day with a reception dinner. My fiance loves meat, and to be honest, I do too, but South Indian Hindu weddings need to fall on auspicious days, and meat is a big no-no. My fiance thinks our non-Indian guests who are not familiar with the culture will think we are being cheap by doing vegetarian food and not having alcohol. He's okay with no alcohol, though. I disagree since our food will be nice. Traditional South Indian wedding meals have a huge array of dishes that are served endlessly on a banana leaf plate. And we will have Western desserts following the dinner. My fiance and his parents slash brother all enjoy vegetarian Indian food. So I'm not sure what the problem is. My fiance thinks we should also include non-vegetarian Indian food, but that would offend my entire family and plainly be sacrilegious. My family eats meat, but like Catholics on Lent Fridays, we don't eat meat on auspicious days like weddings. 
Am I the asshole for insisting on vegetarian food? Also, any ideas on compromises to suggest? She did two edits, three edits. She did three edits, but this is talk about what she said at first. I mean, okay. It's hard when it's a cultural tradition. Um, that makes it a little bit more difficult. I, I don't complex, think... or a little more complex. Not difficult. I first off, I don't know why you would be marrying somebody who is so far away from your culture that they wouldn't even like respect your cultural norms in this way. Yeah, especially when like we don't have no fucking marriage cultural norms. No. Outside of the ceremony. Yep. Like what you eat and all that stuff don't fucking matter. Nope. And then he talking about, you know, they're going to think we cheat. Bitch, do you know how much it costs to make <laughs> vegetarian food taste good? I mean, yeah. otherwise you could just put fucking cucumbers and zucchinis on the table and be like, pick one up, y'all. <laughs> to make vegetarian food delicious, that shit costs money. So they wouldn't think you cheat. They might be mad because it ain't no meat. Indian weddings are fancy as fuck. Have you seen an Indian wedding? Them yes. shits last all day and they are like a huge fucking thing. Like, ain't nobody gonna go to no Indian wedding and think cheap shit about nothing unless you just stupid. Them weddings be elaborate as fuck. Like, everything is elaborate and colorful and there's tons, like, yeah, no. <laughs> no. The, the, the Hindu wedding is probably gonna be way more expensive. So with what's being said, I don't think she's the asshole. I think that her partner is, um, I don't want to say an asshole, but deeply unaware about the culture, especially since his suggestion was to make a meat into vegetarian food. Like, how are you advocating for the wedding to be vegetarian? And then he'd be like, no, put meat in y'all's food. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, that, that is just disrespectful to his fiance's culture. When it don't matter what you eat at the wedding. Now, I go to the wedding to eat. If I come to your wedding, you better have some goddamn good food. <laughs> One of our homeboys, I'll never forget. They had a big-ass bowl just full of ribs. It was amazing. <laughs> I mean, it was a fancy bowl. And it looked presentable in that way. fancy bowl of ribs look like? How do you make a... What? It was a big-ass fucking bowl. Of ribs. I don't know that that's fancy. You just get the ribs. The bowl is fancy. Okay. What I'm saying is it was some presentable shit. It wasn't <laughs> like a goddamn barbecue on a goddamn Walmart pan. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I guess. It was as presentable as ribs at a wedding can be. Okay. To Fair make enough. it feel like, you know, this ain't some back alley barbecue spot, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but you know, I only pick assholes. So apparently, the comment says she was an asshole because I she's in the asshole category. These must be Americans. They gotta be. We so insensitive to other people's shit. It's so ridiculous. Like the selfishness mm-hmm. of Americans, especially um, white. Yeah, especially. Edit. I spoke with my fiance as well as his parents, and we decided that it would be best to have vegetarian American options available in addition to the Indian food. And I mentioned this in the comments already, but just to reiterate, his family asked for no alcohol first. His parents convinced him that not having meat won't make us look cheap, especially since we're all going out with the since we're going all out with florals and desserts and entertainment. Yes, because Hindu weddings are fancy. Even his parents was like, "Bitch, what you talking about?" <laughs> Like, even his parents were like, okay, you you could do some 
American vegetarian food, but like we don't have to have meat, bro. We're cool. Like that was all in his head. So the issue about the vegetarian food was just that it was gonna be y'all's kind of vegetarian food. I guess, which I don't even know what the. F- I mean, I they use a lot of curry and shit. It can be spicy. I don't know. I just feel like I wouldn't even requesting American ver- uh, vegetarian food just seemed like such an American fucking thing to do. Just go to the goddamn wedding and eat the food. <laughs> I think this dude's stupid. Uh, she did two more edits. Like Waldo, Geraldo, Faldo, stupid. <laughs> Uh, edit two. I'm currently speaking with the owner of our venue and seeing if we can have the venue for two days instead of just one. He's a family friend and will prioritize giving us a reservation if at all possible. If we can have two days, then none of this stuff will be an issue and we can have meat, not beef, though. And my family would be fine paying for it on the Christian ceremony day. I don't understand why people are making such a big deal about this. Edit three says many people want to call me out for saying my instead of our wedding. Okay, yeah, y'all just like splitting hairs now. Let me explain the reason behind my choice of pronoun. I am speaking to you, this subreddit, and that is why I say my and not our. Of course, if I am in the ser- in the company of my fiance, I would say our. My correct grammar does not seem does not have hidden subconscious meaning. Like people just fucking did sound like the people in the comments were being dicks. Yeah, she ain't an asshole. No, there's nothing that about this. Like. Yeah. No. Yo, yo, I mean, he's white. His family know this. What, look, I said this about my brother's. Um, She is wife now. My brother married fucking. That white lady. But I say this about her all the time. We knew you was white when you came. So just be white. That's what we expect. You're white. We knew it. We don't expect you to be anything other than what you are. Okay, sir. You're marrying a, an Indian woman of the Hindu religion. Okay. So when you decided that you fell in love with her and you loved her, then that means you also have to be accepting of her culture and what the fuck that means. Because this is the first time of many times that there's going to probably be a clash in the way that y'all will culturally approach shit. What about when y'all start having kids and shit? Like, if you can't handle this, the simplicity of, like, what the fuck y'all going to eat at the, the wedding reception? Y'all going to have a lot of deep issues because that culture is going to have an impact on a lot of different things in a way that a lot of different things happen. And you're going to have to be okay with that because you're marrying her. And accepting her culture. You can't expect her. And you don't really have a fucking culture. Okay. Americans don't really have. Black Americans. I feel like we have cultural things. I don't I don't know that white people have culture. Do they have culture? Do they mm-hmm. have like cultural norms and things. Like expectations. I don't know that they even have that. Not that whiteness. Somebody, they got what? Whiteness is a concept. Like, more than it is anything else. So if you break down what whiteness consists of, the Irish, Scottish, all of those groups do have culture and rituals and things. But whiteness is just a way to bundle up all of those people into a category in what's supposed to be a melting pot. So whiteness does not have traditions. There's American traditions, you know, where white people try to say that this is what white tradition is but like if all of us are americans then it's supposed to apply to all of us not just white people so no white white people whiteness that they don't have a tradition 
so I mean, what that means is that a lot of times her she actually has a tradition that's important to her. This has religious significance. You know, they have specific things that they do and don't do on the wedding days. And you just got to be okay with that. You decided to marry somebody of a different culture. That what That's what come along with that shit. If you didn't want to have to do this, then you should have just married somebody white. And you wouldn't have had to worry about this. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with him marrying her. I'm saying if you're going to be with somebody of a different culture, you have to be respectful of their cultural differences. And that's just what it is. That's part of it. Sorry. So, no, she's not an asshole. I think the people in the Reddit, this subreddit, are assholes for even saying, like, bro, what? That's just Americans, man. I get why everybody hates us. Like, when we go visiting places and tourists and shit, I get it. I fucking get it. I yeah. understand. <laughs> yeah. And some of us are dicks, man. The expectations, expecting the world to cater to us at all times, going to different countries and being mad because they don't speak English. You stay in America then, bitch, if you want to hear English. How are you going to go to somebody else's country and be mad because you don't know the language or the place that you decided to go and visit? That's your dumb ass. The expectation that all of the people are going to learn English to make you feel comfortable is the most unreasonable shit. Like, bro, please. We're too entitled. It's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous, but she's not an asshole. I did have some non-food ones, but it just seemed like a food theme. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go through the ones I got. All right. But I'm going to go through three of them. I feel that my girlfriend is using healing as a justification for bad behavior. Oh, shit. I texted the woman my dad cheated on my mother with. What? (laughs) The fuck would you do that? And my boyfriend won't defend me from his dad's inappropriate comments. Ooh, that's icky. I want to know what the person said to the other woman. Why the fuck are you texting your daddy's side thing? <laughs> Let's see. It's short. <laughs> Last night, my niece handed me my father's phone, and I noticed a number I didn't recognize. Or do you recognize all the numbers in your daddy's phone? Like. Anyway. <laughs> by first glance, I read a message of my dad saying, good night, darling. After investigating a tad more, he was saying all sorts of stuff. I handed the phone to my mother, and as soon as my dad noticed, he ripped the phone out of her hand. I did a bit of research based on what I remembered and found her on Facebook. I showed my mother, but she told me not to message her. I don't blame the woman who knows what my dad told her, but if she did know, she's equally as wrong. I asked her if she was aware he was married and how they met. I feel bad going against my mother's wishes, but my mom deserves to know the entire truth. They've been married for 25 years, and my mom is honestly the most wonderful person. Edit. I would like to add, the woman has not responded. I didn't purposefully snoop. My father is denying all of the claims and is basically gaslighting me and my mother. You don't get to mind your goddamn business. Yeah, you don't get to decide for your mother what she needs to know. Okay, you just don't. You don't get to decide that for her. If she said that she don't want to go into it any further, that's her right. This her marriage, not yours. And if your mom, if your mama spiral into a deep, deep, dark place because of this. You're going to be so adamant that it's your daddy's fault when you're the one that opened up this can that your mama yep. didn't want opened up anyway. Yep. 
your mama might be somebody who's chosen at some point that she didn't want to know anything your daddy was doing if she wanted to do it. But you are forcing it because she deserves to know the entire truth. We I don't deserve. even know what that fucking means. Yeah. What does deserves to know the entire truth means? What does she mean? You, no. You can't talk about I didn't purposefully us. snoop but in here said after I did more research. Them shits don't go together. You snooped <laughs> on purpose. Now, what you're saying is you didn't purposely see something that you didn't want to see, but you followed up on it. And yeah, you're right. Who I don't recognize any of the numbers. Like, if I had my mom's phone, I don't know none of these goddamn people. Why would I recognize all the numbers in her phone? She don't know none of the numbers in my phone. Why would she? What? What? Like, <laughs> your expectations of like what your what your parents owe you is also skewed. That's a grown man with a telephone. You you don't have to know everything in his fucking phone. It's his daughter. What what are you talking about? Mind your business. Mind your minding your business is free. I can't say this enough. It don't cost you anything to mind your fucking business. And minding your business keep you out of a lot of fucking trouble. If you would just do it consistently, your life would be so much more simple and easy. Mind your goddamn business. It's really as simple as that. Mind it. Because what the fuck? Now you didn't create a whole fucking situation that didn't have to be. Like, I don't get it. Everybody in the comments are just being very sympathetic to the experience her mama going through. Like, ain't nobody criticizing the fact that her mama said no. I think mostly because she said that her mother is a very non-confrontational person that gets stumped on a lot because of it. So I think they just going along with her piece of the story. But when somebody is that way, you don't get to force them out of that. If her personality is a passive personality, that's who she is. You don't get to come in and force her to be more aggressive or even force her to be assertive. That's not how that fucking shit works. You don't get to decide that for her once again. Like, who are you to tell her how she how she should respond? Now, if you ever get cheated on and your daughter ever brings you a phone and says, look what dad is doing, then you can approach that however in whatever way you feel that is appropriate. But you do not get to tell your mom what to fucking do about this. You don't get to do that. Now you created a, a whole fucking thing. A whole fucking thing that did not have to be created. Um, This one is uh, was interesting. I just want to know the context of this. <laughs> am, am I the asshole for agreeing to buy a house with my sister without telling my husband first? A whole fucking house? How you not tell him? Under what circumstances would it be okay for you to go purchase a house and not tell your spouse? Even if, let's just say, she's helping her sister because her sister couldn't get it on her own. That still goes on your credit, which impacts the household. Because when you're married, all of that shit, it counts. So, like, I don't know what her justification would be when I tell him. Other than if I told her he was going to say no. <laughs> so she decided to ask for forgiveness instead of permission. Mm. But let's see. 
Um, my sister asked me if I wanted to buy a house together as she wants to own a property before marrying her fiance. It's something we discuss often after we graduated, and I still think it's a good idea for us to buy something together for multiple reasons, so I said yes. We looked at a few properties online just to get an idea about what we both like, but we haven't done anything else to buy, to actually buy a house besides discussing it. Her fiance found out and was angry about it, so he called my husband and completely exaggerated the entire situation. I was going to tell my husband myself eventually, but he's upset with me because he had to find out from somebody else. We keep fighting over it, even though I don't think this is something worth fighting about, as it, I was always going to tell him before we got serious about buying anything. And he's the one who always says it would be good for me to have my own assets. But it won't be your own assets, ma'am. It'll be yours and your sister's. You you were a dick. Yes. <laughs> when you, the idea came up, why would you have not talked to him about the concept then? So you're going to wait till y'all found a house and everything and then be like, hey, honey, me and Deb. Okay. They were looking for a house. Yes. And she found the one she liked and she bought that house. No. What happened? Her and the sister started looking for houses. The sister's fiance found out about it and told the husband. They didn't buy the house yet. What's, what's, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't think nothing wrong with that necessarily. Y'all think there's anything wrong with looking for homes to buy before you talk to your partner about it? No, not necessarily. Why? Some people, they've talked about buying a house before. Not her buying a house with her sister. She's talked about this with her sister before she got married. So she's buying a house with her sister. Yes. To live in with husband. her sister. No. They're not going to live in it. They're just buying a house so they can own property. It depends, man. If if your partner is somebody who is in asset, uh, home acquisitions and housing acquisitions and shit, and that's what they do. And this is a side business, a side hustle. And I mean, what, I don't, what's the, what's, why the husband need to know? But this isn't what they, they don't normally do this. This is a new thing. This isn't something that they do all the time. This is something that her and her sister talked about and decided to do. They're not house flippers. They're not, that's not what they, they're just decided. They've always wanted to buy a house together and they decided that they were going to do it. So they start looking at houses. This is not an established behavior. Okay, even if it's not an established behavior, um, what does the husband need to know at the very beginning of this? And that why? They're considering buying a house. What? What the money for the house gonna come from? Is it not gonna come from the household? Also, like I said, her buying a house, that house goes on her credit as well. And I don't know what their situation is with the home that they're in and whether her name is on that house. And it, what I'm it saying is the shit. dude who found out that her and her sister was looking for a house made a lot of assumptions. The fiance? At the end of the day, or the fiance mm-hmm. made a lot of assumptions. A lot of assumptions. Because if my partner just start to get into a new hustle, I'm not finna go fucking ask her. If it's, she a stylist, I'm not finna ask her what fucking brand uh, uh, uh how she use it that's different from buying a house but they ain't bought the house 
<laughs> but the, I think the problem is that she was moving forward with the process of it without talking to him about it first, without even mentioning that they were doing this. And he had to find out by the fiance calling him. She was making moves towards it before she even mentioned it to him about, hey, we, we looking at doing this. We talking about this. We looking at how like none of that shit. He didn't know any of that. So how he know that she wasn't going to go ahead and buy it and then come to him after the fact? Well, that's an assumption that the fiance made. He, she may not have. She well, said she wasn't. It would have, if she had talked to him about this and the fiance called, it wouldn't have even been nothing because the husband would have been like, yeah, I know. We talked about it. And that would have been, that would have did that right there. But because he didn't know nothing about it and this other man is calling him and like, your wife about to buy a house. <laughs> like, that was not a good way for him to find that shit out. Then he gonna be one like, what else do you have going on that you haven't told me about, that you haven't talked to me about that's gonna impact the both of us? Because buying a home is going to impact him too because of so, the funds and because of the impact that that's gonna have on her credit. So this, they can't this is buy nothing together. If during that time that her and her sister are in closing on that house, she can't do anything. This is where I am in the conversation. Up to a point, it don't make a difference to me. At a certain point, yes, it makes a difference. What we don't know is specifically where that point is. We don't know what the money and the finances in their home look like. Uh, because it could very well be my money is my money, his money is his money. And if that's the case, how big of a difference does that make? Um, it could make a difference with the credit and the stuff we can do while I'm getting the house. But I think that it matters where the point is of where you're at in the process. Like again, I said, if the sister and the if the sister and her decided at some point, hey, let's start looking at houses, at that that phase, it don't make a difference. If they finna sign on the dotted line, yeah, that's fucked up. So I guess the point of entry of the conversation is where I'm talking about. Now, if it if if what if what is going on is that she, she needs permission from her husband to do it, it's just gonna turn into a problem. I don't think it's that. I think that this is what I think happened because she made a point to say her sister wants to buy this house before she marries her fiance so that this house will be hers and he has no connection to it i think because they didn't want the fiance to know that that's why the husband wasn't brought in on it because then he could say something to the fiance her sister's purposely going behind his back to buy this house so that it'll be it won't be a marital asset like she made a point to say that so y'all are doing this shady shit on purpose because you don't want the fiance to know because you don't want him to be a part of it because she, her sister wants this to just be her thing. Which is fine, but like, why can't you not, why do you have to keep it from him? I mean, that was like the second sentence that she, her sister wants to do this. Um, if I wanted to buy a house, so she wants to own a property before marrying her fiance. All these people fucked up. Probably maybe except the uh the husband. <clears throat> Let's just put it like that. Um because the main woman is fucked up because she wanna go behind her 
fiance back to get a property before they get together. The sister is fucked up because she's going along with this back alley shit. And is it that she's helping her with the house or she co-signing or, or like it's gonna be a joint property. There's gonna be a property owned by the both of them. So she's doing the same thing. Yeah. Well, but she already married, so I mean she can't I mean I don't even know what that would mean in the course of like being married and buying a property with somebody else. I mean, it's, I guess your half of it is still a marital asset. I don't even know how that shit works. Because she's already married. So I don't know why she what you know. That ain't going to benefit her really because what, she's what's the solution? Married. Maybe you wouldn't do this, but what's the solution if you decided that you were, you were with somebody and you were going to get married? And let's not let's, let's not say it's nefarious. Let's say that you've been eyeing this house for us. Uh, uh, you've been d- intending to buy a house before you married your fiance. Uh, or before, okay, hold on. You intended to buy a house before you met the person that you were eventually gonna marry. Mm-hmm. And before you got married, you found the house that you want. Your money, your everything. This being your goal, your dream. Does it make sense to get married and then buy that house because you're finna get married? Or should you, with your money and your own stuff, get that house before y'all get married? Because that's been your dream and your goal. Why would having him be a part of it change the dream and the goal? How would it still not be me achieving my goal? If I'm saying I'm going to marry this person and bring him into my life. And that we finna spend together for, like this is what we finna do. I don't see why what the problem would be in including him unless I am wanting to make sure that this shit is mine and if this don't work out, you can't have it kind of shit. Like, cause otherwise the dream still happened. I still got the house. It's still my house. And I'm sharing this with the person that I'm saying that I love. I don't know why you would, other than like I said, you already trying to make sure your assets are safe in the event of a divorce. That's the only reason I can see you doing that because well, it don't change you, the dream. Well, the, the perfect house for you ain't the perfect house for him, maybe. And you well, want the house that you found. But I won't know that unless I tell him about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not even getting to the point of t- telling him about it. Uh, because clearly you're going to tell him about it. Yeah. But does, does his opinion stop you from buying that house if he say I don't he, want this house, or we don't, we don't, we shouldn't get this house. We finna get married, or that money shouldn't be spent on a house. Like, what, what, what are you doing this in this moment? Well, what would be the solution? Like, if he say he doesn't want the house, and I buy the house anyway, am I gonna be living in my house, or he gonna live in his house? You know what I'm saying? Like, this one of those situations where we gonna have to figure out what the compromise is. We gonna have to have a conversation about something because me just going and buying the house because it was my dream and him just having to deal with it what is that he just gonna live in his own space and i live in my space in the house that i want that he didn't want to live in that's part of marriage like we got to work that out we got to figure something out and that doesn't necessarily mean me giving up the house altogether. but like i can't be it can't be a either i'm gonna get this house with you or without you (laughs) i don't think that's a good way to fucking start a marriage like so, this would be something we would have to work through. So then at at what point in dating and engaging with a person do you start considering their decisions and your decisions? When we get engaged and we about to be married and tie all our shit together, then. 
because everything is once we are married all of that shit impacts both of us so at that point i'm gonna consider him if i've agreed to marry him i'm gonna consider him in this in the process of getting this house that's gonna be our house because why wouldn't i now nah, we just dating if this nigga just my boyfriend and i want a house i'm gonna go buy my fucking house like you don't get a say in that shit but like if we engage and we about to get married and I know this shit is finna happen, we we good, we solid, we done made the plans and set up everything, then yeah, I would include him. Because why wouldn't I? That's selfish to not. Because if it was the other way around and he did that shit, I'd be mad as fuck. How are you not going to consider how I feel about this? So then why would I not consider how he feels? Like at the point that we finna intertwine our life and make all of this shit legal, he his he needs to be taken into consideration. Now again, that don't mean that I automatically don't get the house because he don't like it. That's some shit we gonna have to work through. Just like many of the things that you have to work through when you're married. Everybody can't have everything their way. So that would be something that we have to fucking figure out. But I would never like this shit that her sister's doing, I would not do that shit. I would not go run out and buy a fucking house behind his back just so that he wouldn't have no attachment to it. And then still plan to marry him. Like, this oh yeah, that's exclusionary criteria. If I found that shit out, it's over. Yeah, that's fucked up. It's it's like if I found that shit, if I found out somebody I was engaged to went behind my back to do some shit like that, and I knew that was the reason, or yeah. even if that wasn't the reason, yeah, that's exclusionary criteria. You lost your relationship. Enjoy you your fucking property. <laughs> you know, but like I get the, the the nuance in the dynamic is I feel like fiance still would have called old boy if they were boyfriend or girlfriend. Like Well I'm he sure. might have. I mean, but then that that I, that looked different to me. But you trying no, no, to think it's you're to a your fiance human being. is fucked up. You're Not a reasonable your human being. Yeah. So of course you're gonna have the reasonable response. I'm trying to figure out in in the world of unreasonable motherfuckers how how does this play out because what if what if hmm what if she's always talked about him getting about her getting a, a house and he was just adamantly against it because he knew they were going to be married it ain't no easy solution to that it's now either you don't get your own shit or he deal with her getting her own shit. Like, what's the compromise? Ain't no compromise. This is a really big decision. It is, but you don't go and sneak behind the person's back. Like, then you either, we talk about it and we decide if I, I'm getting this house. So you let me know right now whether or not this means we can continue the relationship. But you don't sneak behind nobody's fucking back and still try to marry them. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying she wrong. If she want a house and that's just what she want and he ain't with it, then maybe this is a deal breaker and they can't be together. That's fine. But you got to be a fucking adult and tell this nigga that and just deal with the consequences of it. You don't get to sneak around and buy a whole goddamn house and then just be like, surprise, I got a house and, and think that he ain't going to feel a kind of fucking way about that shit. You going to have to just be an adult. That means having a hard conversation. Would that be a difficult conversation? Yes. Would that mean that maybe they ain't going to get married and she going to have to be with somebody else? Sure. But you got to face that shit. This ain't the solution. To just go do it behind his back and then deal with the consequences later. That's some coward shit. No, she should have talked to him and decided, okay, I'm getting this house. So you either with me or you ain't. But I need to know this shit now so we can we can stop this wedding plan and shit. That's what should have happened if that was the case. But sneaking around doing that shit is fucked up. Period. 
you are the adult. You gonna marry this man? You can't talk to him about this shit again. This is what I was saying about the other the other couple and the um food. You marry somebody. You say you gonna spend your life with this person. You need to be able to fucking communicate with this person honestly and openly. Forever is a long goddamn time. <laughs> and and considering that y'all gonna be together forever, there gonna be a lot of tense shit that come up that we gotta talk about and figure out. This is the first of many, probably. Kids and shit, all of that shit makes things more complicated. We're going to have to have a lot of talks. But I can't be going on behind your back doing shit to avoid a talk because it's uncomfortable. That's bullshit. That's not healthy. She got to face it. And if he get mad. Yeah. It's crazy that they both doing this behind their partner's backs. And neither one of them is saying that this is not a good idea. It's just, it's crazy to me but yeah. just for the sake of bringing in nuance people probably be thinking you you on the wrong side but if this was like a side hustle business type endeavor i don't think your partner knowing that you're looking at new merchandise makes a difference that um, would it if this was her business then yeah of course you're not gonna yeah talk well hold on, hold on wait a minute wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> i'm not defending what i'm saying is I, I need to lay out how i how i'm processing this so that the people listening don't think that I think that a wife don't have to tell a husband shit or a husband don't have to tell a wife shit. Yeah. So I'm not defending that. What I'm saying is when nuance is added, if this was a side hustle or a business, then it wouldn't make that big of a difference if you're telling your partner that you're looking at new merchandise, right? So that's the early way that I was defending this system. But when you get into the intentional trying to hide behind somebody's back uh acquiring something that takes this big of a decision and commitment to somebody you could finish your life with the reality is your partner is probably too selfish for you to be with and i do not defend somebody uh making a big uh commitment like that without involving them um because what if you can't keep up with the payments at some point yep what if y'all decide to let it go at some point like the conversation about what it means for our finances if this don't work out for you has to be considered at some point, right? Because it's like you can't be in a marriage and your side of the marriage failing because you fucking up and the other person just let you fail because they ain't finna give you the money to help you with your situation. Yeah. Or even have it, you know? And furthermore, if you got a fiance who is so adamant that you can't do a thing you want to do, um, like Red said, then your relationship just might need to be fucking in. Yeah. Just because you make it a fiance don't mean that that shit's set in stone. Leave that shit alone. And 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 that's for the woman. If if, if your uh, fiance won't let you have a house you want, leave that nigga. But men, if your woman sneak behind your back and try to do some shit that you don't want done, leave her ass. God damn. Because that's not a good sign of things to come. <laughs> Ain't no updates in that bitch. Shit for we even say to our dudes like bitch no ain't no updates in that bitch Mm-mm. nope skeezers <laughs> nope nothing further all right I got two more from the other two okay I'm gonna see if you choose one or I'm gonna choose one my girlfriend constantly makes me feel emasculated on purpose oh fuck. My wife betrayed me, but I can't break up. What? That's what they say. 
Why the fuck not? I don't know. Let me see which one I want to do. Make me feel emasculated on purpose. I don't really believe in emasculation, to be uh, to be honest. So I might do that one. Won't defend me from dad's inappropriate comments. That says trigger warning, so I don't want to do that. And using healing as justification. I may do that one that, that secondly, but I want to do the uh, emasculated on purpose. Okay. Let's see what happens. My girlfriend, 26 female, constantly makes me, 28 male, feel emasculated on purpose. My girlfriend constantly feels the need to make me feel like a pussy or incompetent. I, oh, the language shit. he using, uh, he's probably steeped in toxic masculinity. Uh, so we'll see. And I don't think she does it with bad intentions. It mostly happens in things that I, as a man, should supposedly be better at, like sports or using tools. What? The thing is that my girlfriend is one of those people that get certain things first try and they're good at them. She has naturally good balance and spatial awareness, and she runs out of patience when others aren't the same way. For example, in January, we rented some quads on a mountain with friends, and she immediately got the hang of it, but I was taking it slow because I didn't want to get hurt. And she was patient with me at first, but then gets to turning all the way around to hurrying me up. And when we got to this part where we had to go down a steep hill, I said, I'll turn around and return. And she t- told me to stop being a bitch. Everyone else is already down. Made me seem irrational. Then she came up and got it down for me. Same thing when a few weeks ago, my car ran out of gas in the middle of nowhere and we had to walk to a gas station. The gas station didn't have any canisters we could buy or borrow, so she went dumpster diving behind the gas station to find something big enough. Obviously, something I didn't want to do, but she kept saying, check the other dumpster. Don't be a pussy, you won't get a boo-boo, but obviously, I don't want to get ill. And she found a canister, finally. These are just some examples. She also did the same thing skiing, and when we were teaching my sister to swim, I don't know how to confront her about it, if it's even worth, worth it. If I'm going to keep getting disrespected. Okay. So he's not steeped in toxic masculinity. She is. <laughs> She's a dick. Yeah. Let's go. Your she girlfriend is a is. dick. Yeah. She, again, um, when we went out to eat last night, we had a conversation with Shogun about um, what patriarchy looks like today. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of those things. And this is an example of a woman perpetuating toxic masculinity. Because they've adopted the rules that say that we got to be fucking the adventurous, testosterone-driven niggas. We can't be scared. We got to always be able to do it. We can't be fearful of jumping into a trash can and doing all that shit. So don't be a pussy. That that shit, like, yeah, that's... But emasculation from what society deems emasculation to be is an intentional effort to make a woman, uh, a man more feminized. I don't think that's what this is, even though that's the term he used. But I also said I don't believe in emasculation. And what I mean by that is you can only be as emasculated as you feel if you're a man. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, what makes you feel less of a man, right? You're already a man. You got a dick. That You're a man. That's just, When you look in the mirror, it's a man. What does emasculation mean? I think emasculation only applies if you are questioning what your manhood is. And that's what happens when people call you a pussy. They're essentially saying you're not man enough. You're not in the man club. And I think being emasculated is only effective how you respond to that. Like, to me, being a man or being masculine is being exactly how you want to be regardless. Because you're already a man. Like, why do I have to fill these pre-designed roles and templates for that shit? Um, I've never been called a pussy before. And I've been called a bitch in jest 
<laughs> I don't think I've been called a bitch in terms of like your woman like type situation. Mm-hmm. But I think what happened is she just got a um he got an over masculinized girlfriend. Like he got a girlfriend that was probably raised by brothers and a daddy, and she willing to fucking dumpster die for shit and change gas, and he just don't seem like that kind of guy. And I can get, I get it. It's not problematic. The problem is that she's like making trying to make him feel bad for that. Like that's what the issue is. He don't have to be that guy. Not every guy is that guy. Oh well, yeah. That's what's happening is a personality difference here. It's a character trait difference. That like these are differences that are in their relationship, and she's acting as if he's supposed to have the things that she got because he's the man. Mm-hmm. And she's not the man, but she's doing this stuff. So, yeah, she's pointing out the difference in what she's willing to do versus what he's willing to do. And, yes, making him feel bad about it. She's a dick. But, I mean, I don't know if she wakes. He said on purpose. Like, the on purpose part. I mean, it does sound like she's trying to goad him. Like, she, like, like how a bully try to get you to do shit. By like saying, "Oh, you a bitch if you don't do that," you know what I'm saying? Like it does sound like she's trying to like push him with the negativity. Because if she say that, then he gonna try to prove her wrong and try to do whatever the thing is that she wants him to do. Yeah. So she a fucking bully. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely a bully. She probably the kind of uh, girlfriend that give a nigga wet willy in the morning, goddamn. Uh, give a nigga a wedgie. When she get a chance. Gross. What's gross? Wedgies and willies. Oh, uh, willies are worse than wedgies. Yes, it is. If you put your spit on my face, I'm going to slap the shit out your ass. <laughs> Uppercut you. But nobody would never try to do that to me because, you know, I look fucking menacing and threatening, apparently. Apparently, I look like a nigga that just got out of jail. Or I got out of jail 10 years ago and got my shit together, but still got some jail nigga tendencies. Well, I look like I snap on bitches all the time, apparently. I have resting bitch face, so don't nobody really bother me. <laughs> I guess I got nice energy, though, because people love coming up having random conversations with me. It don't even matter. A white man in public the other day, I bought some stew meat, and he was looking for some stew meat to make some beef stew. And I asked the butcher to cut this certain type of meat for me, and he said, is that the best meat? Listen, I'm going to just tell y'all right now. If you're going to make some fucking beef stew, don't buy the pack that say fucking stew meat. Don't buy the pack that says stew meat. You, I know, but it, I don't be wanting to cut no shit up, man. Listen, it <laughs> Stew don't meat is already that. in pieces. <laughs> you can ask the people at the store to cube the bitch. Then you can ask them to cube the right cut of meat. Just do that. The right cut of meat at Publix is top blade. Top blade. Okay? Get that. In the Midwest, they call it tri-tip, and down south, they call it chicken steak. But here in Alabama, it is top blade. That's what you want to make your stew with. You will not fucking regret it. Trust me, you don't have to cook that shit for six hours. Cook that shit for one and a half hours, and you're good. Yeah, stew meat, you gotta cook separately before you even put it in the stew, or it's gonna be tough as fuck. (laughs) I promise you, top blade will change your beef stew making life. And roast. Like, roast motherfuckers be getting that, that big-ass piece of meat. Unless you're making roast beef and you want, like, a big chuck roast. But if you're goddamn trying to make some, like, actual tender meat-type-based uh, 
Mill, top blade. Trust me on this. Anyway, I forgot what I was saying about this year. I don't forgot what I went to at the beginning <laughs> of that. Let's see, public. Oh, random white dude came up talking to me, and he got a little stew meat, and I was like, hmm, you finna have a long five, six hours, buddy. And he said, he looked back at me and said, oh, what are you about to cook? Because I had asked the dude to go cut me some top blade. I said, beef stew, <laughs> like you. He was like, oh, what, what, what is this cut you're about? He clearly didn't know what the fuck he was doing mm-hmm. in the meat section, right? You know, but it was just a dude that turned around and talked to me like I got them. Like one of them dudes, This is, he, he still looked like one of the dudes that'll say I ain't got a racist bone in my body and then be like, I talked to a, I got a black friend and he be talking about me. And we just talked <laughs> <one time. laughs> But, uh, nobody would come up to me. Like, I didn't get bullied when I was little. It ain't because, I don't know why I didn't get bullied when I was little. A lot of motherfuckers around me got bullied. Maybe my energy was like too nice or some shit. I don't know. But I did get bullied, funnily enough. Because, so the outgoing say whatever the fuck I want to say version of Red today is not what Teenage Red looked like. Teenage Red was very shy and quiet and just kind of like faded into the background. So I got picked on because I was just the shy, nerdy girl that stayed to her fucking self. I was a completely different person as a teenager than I am today. As far as like being outspoken and shit, I wouldn't say half the shit I say now when I was now. But if I could go back and talk to teenage red, I'd go tell her, fuck all of these niggas in here. Fuck them up. Say all of that shit oh. that you got in your head. Because I had insults and all of that shit in my mind, but I wouldn't say it because I was scared. I would have teenage red out here fighting in these streets. <laughs> That's bad. It is That's bad. why some of us are the bullies and some of us are the bullied. You needed to be the bullied. Yeah. It's but a whole, whole T I can't remember the name of the TV show, but I've been seeing clips on TikTok. But it's a whole TV show about this kid who hate bullies. And he's just a kid in the school that be beating the shit out of bullies. God damn. Yeah, it's like ah, I can't remember the name of it. But he beat up bullies, teachers, everybody's afraid of him. Oh, no. Every time he beat up somebody, the principal call him into the office and be like, let's just talk about this. Oh, God. <laughs> he going to fuck some people up. Because everybody know what he finna do. Yeah. Damn, I need to go find that shit. Uh, um, but I don't have to worry about that shit now. Like, now people don't. I told you, I had, I've had bosses that wouldn't even reprimand me. <laughs> uh, they were white, and I'm sure that they were playing into the angry black woman stereotype because there's nothing that I've ever done on any job that would make you think I would cuss you out if you came in with trying to reprimand me. But I have had people that felt the need to have other folks in the room when they needed to talk to me about shit. And I, I ain't never did anything that would make her feel that way. I guess it's my energy. I was actually very fucking offended when that shit happened, too. Because I was like, you just reprimanded this white girl for the exact same shit. And she was in here by herself. But when you call me in here, you got to have backup. Bitch, what you thought I was going to come in here and do? I know I've been late. I have been. I hate this fucking job. <laughs> I've been late as a motherfucker. I know. I'm wrong. Ain't nothing for me to say. I hate coming in this motherfucker. So, yes, I've been late. I will try to do better. Like, that's it. But, like, you feeling the need to have somebody come in, like, is really fucking offensive. Especially when it's not like I'll be snapping on nobody or nothing. I just mind my business when I'm at work. But she was scared of me. 
for no reason. I'm a nice yeah, person. You're colored. That's that comes along with the American package. <laughs> we're handed different things when we're born, right? Men we're handed patriarchy and white people are handed white supremacy. Black women are handed a lot of bullshit. <laughs> Intersectionality, especially gay disabled black women. They got the worst life ever, potentially. But yeah. White people are white people are handed this package of being afraid of Negroes. And you gotta be a, you gotta hang around Negroes to get rid of that fear. If you don't hang around Negroes, you just believe all the bullshit about them. That's just what it is. What can be done about it? Nothing. Because being a good Negro don't change it. White people gotta be better white people. Oh, I can't well, believe that white people think that I'm scary. Let me be good. No, the next nigga gonna get the same treatment that they would have gave you if you weren't a good Negro. Yeah, I don't really give a fuck. Well, and to be fair, I mean, I done had black clients who, like, once we worked together for a while and they want to tell me what their first impression of me was, All everybody always think that I'm gonna be mean. <laughs> you look mean. How the fuck do you look mean? You already admitted you got R- R- RBF. I have RBF, but I feel like when I'm about to meet somebody professionally, I'm I try to look welcoming. <laughs> no, your muscles are in the places they're supposed to be in to make you look not welcoming. You can't just you. I don't heard I don't heard your welcoming, nice, friendly voice. Yeah, it's on the same face. What you talking about? <laughs> like it's on the same face. I try to change it. I think Mm-mm. I'll be looking. You shouldn't friendly. Maybe you should just earn your keep. <laughs> I have to like my personality has to really fucking kick in. My shit That's work, what saves me. Listen, my shit worked for me. Now, if I start lifting weights, I probably look more threatening. Like if I really start lifting weights, I probably look more threatening. The problem is I don't lift weights. But what ben- works to my benefit is that my fat falls in convenient places. So, yeah, I'm pudgy for a nigga that lift weight and shit. They'll look at me and be like, that's just a chubby ass, non lifting weight ass nigga. But to a child that I'm meeting for the first time, bro, them niggas think I'm Mark Henry, goddamn. <laughs> if they ain't never seen a dude with shoulders broad like this. All of they goddamn men in their life is low, uh, low shoulder, low scrunched up shoulder ass niggas. <laughs> Hell no. I don't know. I gave it up. I just now I've accepted it and I just make sure that I'm doing what I need to do to build rapport in different ways because I've just everybody, every client I've ever had, all of them always come in originally thinking that I'm going to be mean as fuck. They love me after we work together, but the initial response is usually like, I thought you was going to be mean. What? (laughs) Mean how? So I have to work harder with the building the report just to get beyond the rest and bitch face, I guess. I'll be trying to smile and shit and be, you know, my my voice has the right tone and all of that shit. I can't do nothing else about my face. It's just what it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you can't. It saves me because of this niggas I don't want to come up to me a lot of time won't come up to me because I look like I cuss them out. Some niggas don't give a fuck. So, I mean, it don't save me from all. It's men that don't give a fuck. They gonna try their hand no matter what. Dumb dudes, nobody has anything that will help those dudes. But, like, it does help avoid me from some other stuff, I'm sure, because I feel like niggas see me and be like, no. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a secret, okay? And it's something that you'll never do, but this is the secret, all right? Niceness is not the does not dispel having a face that don't look friendly. It doesn't. Doing some goofy ass shit does that. You got to do some goofy ass shit. Oh yeah, I ain't gonna do that. I know, I know, <laughs> but that but doing some goofy ass shit take all of the way. But it also comes at the risk of them not taking you serious at all. <laughs> like that is the extreme. But just being nice don't change that you look like a mean motherfucker. Like if uh if a big mean angry nigga like I, I can't think of no big who is who was a big like mean looking dude. I don't know. Let's take a wrestler like the Undertaker or some shit. Okay. Like if he was working at the motherfucking front window at McDonald's. And he looked the way he looked and said, hey, how are you doing today? <laughs> motherfucker ain't going to be like, wow, this guy's really nice. They're going to be like, no, this motherfucker look crazy as hell. This motherfucker look like he mean. You know, but if they came into McDonald's and saw that motherfucker jump on the ground and do the worm and then jump back up and do a little jazz fingers and shit, I, they'll be like, no, nah, he ain't he ain't scary at all. This motherfucker is goofy. <laughs> Like that's how you get rid of that that shit. I don't you even don't know how my face nice. looks mean. I don't have any expression on my face. Like I feel like a mean expression is like you frowning. I don't be frowning. No, it's my not. face be regular. I don't think a mean expression is you frowning. I think that some faces are predisposed to more like more frown like than more smile like. Just because of how your muscle placement, that's what they deemed RBF. RBF is just your face where your natural muscles lay look like you ain't trying to fuck with nothing. That's that's what I've seen, I've understood it to be. Like, it, your neutral face is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, your neutral face don't look friendly. But it's okay. You are friendly. Sometimes. Are friendly? Sometimes. Mostly. Yeah. You're definitely own. friendly to pro- in the professional space. Yes. like that. You know, and you always earn your keep. And, you know, you always be like, I thought you was this at the beginning, but you're actually pretty, yeah, pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's just what it is. But I always have to get beyond that initial, <laughs> initial shit. I mean, my retention rate is great. I have a very good retention rate. So people, even though I see mean, they still come back. <laughs> yeah, you're reasonable. Like being a reasonable person means that you give people input and they find out in real life that what you said made the sense. That's why they come back. They be like, God damn, I tried my own shit. I freestyled and that shit didn't go right. I like being I like being told that I was right. <laughs> I like being told that I was right. You know what I'm saying? So I try to be right a lot. I can also admit when I'm not right. Yeah. I'm going to admit when I don't fucked up. Yeah. But I try to be right all the time. So people come back and be like, man, Eddie, that shit you said, man, that's exactly what happened. I don't know. No, the crazy shit for me is when they come back and be like, oh, I didn't do this because all I heard in my head was your voice saying this. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got him became Jiminy Cricket in this bitch for you. Whatever works. If that works for you and that keeps you from doing silly shit, then go with it. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, change that to your voice. Yeah. I mean, it's my voice now, but you're going to start fighting my voice in your head to be you. <laughs> change that shit to your voice. 
Don't goddamn be putting me in your brain. <laughs> I need you to forget about me one day. Yeah. That's the thing. People don't like the goal of therapy is for you to not need the therapist at a point. Like it's not for you to go forever. It's for you to get the coping skills and the things that you need to manage your life without me. That's a good yeah. thing. That's not bad. <laughs> That's the if, goal. I never, if I never hear from you again, I can just assume that it's because you did amazing in life. Yeah. And it wasn't even like I don't even see my role as a therapist as like helping you f- get your life together. I'm just I just give a different vantage point and you get your own fucking life together. Oh yeah. Yep. Like I'm just not in the space to take credit for anybody's success. Because we don't because. do anything. I'm not living yeah. like I'm not out living your life. I'm in here for with you for an hour. So it, it can't be me in this hour. Yeah. When you going out here doing the shit that we talk about is what do does it. Cause you can listen to me all day and not do shit. <laughs> yeah. If I tell you slinging your meat is dangerous, so you want to consider not slinging your meat. With such recklessness as you have been doing, and then you stop. I didn't do that. You did that. You stopped. I yep. just said the shit was dangerous. So you deserve the credit. Yep. I don't. Nor do I want it. Because yep. I don't want you to remember me. I want you to forget me, goddamn. That's how I feel about my clients. I want you to forget Eddie. <laughs> Unless I need you to refer people to my uh, groups. Forget about me. I don't exist. Anyway, we are hour in. All right. We're done, y'all. Listen, Red don't want to do news. And I, I I could do news, but Red don't want to do news. So if anybody want to hear news, send us some shit. I will it, do it if it's sent to us. But if I got to go look for shit, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be yeah. honest, <laughs> Maybe I'll start. Maybe I can do news sometimes and uh, when I find something that's significant enough and read, just continue to do the Reddit letters so we can just have a little mix of something in there. Yeah. And I can be informing Red about news. Shogun said that he wished we were still doing news. And I it 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 did something in my brain. So, you know. But Red ain't going to do no news on her own. Let's just go <laughs> and get that shit out in the clear. But anyway, you weren't doing news no way. You weren't doing nothing goddamn celebrity gossip and shit. Tough pieces, yeah. So, you know, we'll figure it out because I would like to uh, talk about the SBB bank stuff going on and the TikTok ban. But I guess we can do that next week. See what the developments are like. Yeah. But uh, you got anything else on your mind? I do not. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla.